1: Victims of acts of terrorism, human trafficking, motor vehicle theft, and hate crimes that target clergy and places of worship, they'll be able to sue their convicted offenders for emotional distress and related bodily harm in civil court. Our proposed changes to the Victims' Bill of Rights would also make it easier and less traumatizing for vulnerable individuals to sue their convicted offenders for emotional distress by not having to prove their trauma exists. The voice of uh, our AG, Doug Downey, speaking this morning around 9 o'clock, and announcing a new Ontario legislation that in part is meant to kind of clean up some other pieces of legislation, but one area that certainly sticks out for me is this area where they are making it easier for victims of things like hate crimes, terrorism, human trafficking, I guess anything, getting a, car, a stolen car. You can go after them, sue the perpetrator for things like emotional distress. So this is called Enhancing Access to Justice Act. And it will, I guess, increase access to justice for victims of crime. And it's meant to hold the offenders accountable. And on on first blush, I'm like, well, that's a great idea because victims of crime, I mean, one of their biggest, uh, you know, issues is that they just don't count, right? It's just they're kind of an afterthought the whole way along and they don't get supports. But as soon as I heard the announcement, I'm like, well, how's that going to work? Like, do we have the courts, the civil courts, I mean, the resources it would – take. I mean, it's not a short process unless I'm reading it wrong, but let me go to someone much smarter and someone I like a whole lot, Joseph Newberger, who is a criminal defense lawyer. I appreciate your time. Joe, it's been a while.
0: Oh, it has. And I like you too, Alex.
1: I like you too. That's a start. All right, let's talk a little bit about this because there are a whole bunch yeah. of areas of this bill that they're trying to change, like where you can grow marijuana plants, which, by the way, you can't grow them in a daycare. Well, that's a <laughs> that's a smart idea. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> we need laws for that. Um, but yeah, so what do you make of this being able to sue, let's say, one of your clients?
0: So, I mean, a victim of a crime always had the right to sue in tort, Um, the offender. Um, You know, there still was the standard that you have to establish damages, but really after a conviction, uh, depending upon the offense itself, establishing the liability is pretty easy. And in addressing issues of trauma, and how it has impacted their life to assess damages, you know, is is really not a Herculean effort. Mm -hmm. And by trying to remove sort of establishing the trauma, I don't think that's going to go very far. I think in order to assess damages, you still have to have expert evidence on that. The the larger issue I see, and of course, I welcome the fact that limitation periods may be extended so you can sue victims of hate crime and terrorism, is you're going to be suing individuals to some extent who don't have assets. Right. So unless you're going after some entity that is supporting particular groups for hate Like crime,
1: the Iranian regime, the IRGC, right?
0: Yeah, or okay. frankly, you know, I'm thinking a little bit out loud about, you know, where where we're seeing mm-hmm. certain protests happen now at schools that are um, – you can see that there's a lot of fervor created by – uh, professors and others, you, you might find some vicarious liability with those institutions as well. So i good be it. though
1: Joe, you would have to charge someone with a hate crime, which we're not seeing, despite the laws being on the books.
0: We're hoping that will change. Soon.
1: <laughs> Hope is a permanent there, strategy there in this country, right on
0: that. OK, They're, perfect. Uh, okay. Um, but, you know, the larger issue that you raise, which is absolutely correct, is our our superior court where this is going to go for a lawsuit is anemic <laughs> they yeah, are in such need of judges and resources um and we do not see that coming from the federal government that i don't see how increased litigation is going to move swiftly through the courts and it will become a very costly i mean th- these litigants still have to pay a lawyer
1: yeah uh, yeah i, I know. mean it's,
0: it's going to be a really challenging effort for them
1: so the concern i always have with these announcements is is it a great headline or is it actually good policy? And it may be good policy if we had judges sitting, which are still needed by the federal government to be appointed, and we have no courts, you know, clerks. And so there's so many delays. We're seeing all these cases thrown out. And so I'm looking at this saying, all right, sounds good, but there's no way that this is going to uh, be able to be done given how our system's working now. I actually thought and hoped, which I, you know, that is our, our new modem in life is is, you know hope that he would, the AG would maybe come out and announce, by the way, we have hired X amount of clerks and here's what we're doing to fix all the problems in our courts. But that just never seems to be the fix. So I see this as a headline with a whole bunch of like butts behind it.
0: I agree with you 100%. I do think it's good policy. And I think if, if we, we had the system can,
1: to deal with it.
0: Yeah. So I, I think if we have a change of the federal government to a conservative government who would be more keenly interested in appointing judges um, and there would be a good dialogue between the provincial government and the federal government about how to deal with our justice system. Because the other thing is the provincial legislation seeks to amend the Courts of Justice Act <clears throat> and maybe give judges more power to um, root out vexatious litigants. So get rid of yeah. you know backlogs in family court and other areas which are extremely broken and give judges the power to say this is garbage. It's got to be dismissed and move forward. We, we need... We need a really multi-level plan to try and, and streamline and make the courts more uh, more efficient. But I agree with you. We need this dialogue. We need the cooperation of the federal government. That's definitely not going to come from the federal government we have right now.
1: No, for sure it's not. Um, and again, I'm not sure it'll come from a conservative government because I don't actually think this is all that well thought out. I mean, I think there are other things, and certainly I've heard from victims of crime. You know, they make the headlines and everyone sends the hashtags, but once that headline fades. They are by themselves, and they are left by themselves, and there are funds set up through the province. Um, it was at 1.50 million. I don't know if it's been, been increased, but you know, when you put the onus then on the victim of a particular crime to then have a lawyer go through two years at least of getting this thing through, I just think I see that as more trauma for, for the victim
0: and and you know there's there's the victim compensation board which had a limit of 25,000 which could be increased up to 100,000 if the provincial government wanted to do that and and victims can avail themselves of that without counsel and so that could be a much more expedient way to try and go after certain individuals than go to the superior court that's not in this legislation i think there are ways to address it the victim fund that's available is pretty robust and there's very good resources for support persons and and therapy and other Uh, adjunctive services after a case is done but um, this extends to others you know car theft human trafficking you know as we said hate crime and others Uh, it's a large pool and there's not enough money for everything because we don't have enough money for hospitals we don't have enough money for having physicians in this province I mean it's such a broken issue Mm -hmm. Uh, you know our, our structure here I don't know what to do so yes it's a good headline I do think it's a good policy moving forward but we need yeah. meaningful change at all levels.
1: Yeah, in other words, we need to fix a million other things to make this one a good policy. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Joe. Appreciate it.
0: Let me know when you're running, OK?
1: Uh, no, thanks. I will uh, <laughs> I'll be running away. Uh, Joseph <laughs> Newberger joining us. Uh, of course, you know him as a criminal defense lawyer. He's pretty regular on this. But yeah, there are a few buts with this one. Got to read the fine print. And no, I'm not running.